When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, we'll be discussing why the crypto market is up and breaking out, including Stacey Herbert moving to El Salvador, just got easier, residency and business visas for Bitcoiners, innovators, and tech companies. Let's freaking go. Also in today's show, SEC versus Binance US strike a temporary agreement on asset access. We'll also be discussing Tether response to account deactivation controversy, raising compliance checks, as well as macro guru Raul Powell predicts exponential move for crypto over the long term and says the current sell-off is noise. We'll also be discussing billionaire Mike Novogratz says that the BlackRock filing for Bitcoin spot ETF is the best thing that can happen to BTC. We'll also to be discussing the top reasons why the Bitcoin price will smash a million dollars per coin as per Strike CEO Jack Maulers. My favorite quote from Jack, there are only two things I can guarantee in this world. Number one, nobody can live forever. And number two, nobody can create more than 21 million Bitcoin. For everything else, there will always be more supply given enough demand. That's why the only two things I truly value are my life and my Bitcoin. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1315. I'm your host, JV. Happy Saturday, a great day for stacking stats. Let's dive into today's market watch. As you can see, the entire crypto market is pumping and in the green. I love to see this. Bitcoin up 3% for the day, trading above 26400 We have Ether up almost 4%, trading back above $1,700, with the top two gainers being Matic and Solana. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, the crypto market cap approaching $1.1 trillion, with $32 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, with the Bitcoin dominance on the rise at 48.1%, with the Ether dominance at 19.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, SUI leading the pack up approximately 17%, trading just under 75 cents, followed by Aptos up 13%, trading at $6.93, followed by FXS up 11%, trading at $5.63. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we now have Hex leading the pack up over 20%, SUI up 17%, and Aptos up 12.8%, and virtually nothing in the red, minus just a couple of cryptos. And checking out uh, my favorite indicator, which is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, shows we're currently rated a 47 neutral, same as yesterday. Last week, a 49, and last month was a 51 in neutral. So there you have it. How many of you took advantage of this recent dip? Let me know in the comments below. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what's popping in the market. Uh, the crypto market obviously up, continuing on gains as oversold bounce across top crypto market assets continue. June 17th, the market cap grew by over 2%. 
uh, the total market cap up now over a trillion, up nearly seven and a half percent from 975 billion low seen just two days ago. Bitcoin now comprises of nearly 50 percent of the crypto market. That's right. Rebounded eight and a half percent since the June 15 lows of 24,750. Meanwhile, Ethereum is up over nine percent in the past couple of days. Last week's worst performers included Solana, Cardano, Polygon, in which they also recovered between eight to 15 percent in the same period. And the reason they're down so heavily last week was due to the SEC lawsuits versus Binance and Coinbase back to back. Now, interestingly, the crypto market cap started recovering a day after its RSI reading fell almost to 30, indicating it nearly oversold. From a technical perspective, an oversold RSI prompts a price recovery or consolidation, as shown here in this chart. Now, the main reason the market is pumping is BlackRock's Bitcoin ETF buzz. Let's discuss it. In addition to the technical bounce, growing speculations around the first Bitcoin ETF approval for the United States obviously helped the crypto market bounce. Notably, BlackRock, the investment firm managing $9.5 trillion of assets applied to the U.S. SEC for a Bitcoin spot ETF yesterday, July 16th. And throughout its history, the company has applied for 576 ETFs facing only one rejection. So let that sink in. The crypto market has risen 4.5% since the BlackRock app. And with market analyst Lark Davis predicting the SEC approval could have the asset manager purchase every single Bitcoin available across the crypto exchanges. Quitting him here, only about 10% of all the Bitcoin worth 50 billion bucks is sitting on the exchanges. A half a percent of BlackRock money movings to Bitcoin would buy every single Bitcoin available. Nonetheless, the SEC has rejected all Bitcoin ETF applications in the U.S., including those from asset managers like VanEck, ARK Invest. And bitwise. Now, from a technical perspective, the crypto market has ranged inside what appears to be a bull flag pattern since April of this year, which raises its prospects of continuing its recovery trend towards 1.37 trillion into the second half of this year, up 35% from the current valuations. Now, conversely, the bears will attempt to push the market cap below the bull flag's lower trend line, risking invalidating the bullish setup. And in this bearish scenario, the crypto market would drop towards the next major support of 875 billion an important level from the June-November 2022 and March 2023 sessions. Now, uh, quoting Stacey Herbert from a recent episode of the Orange Pill Pod with Max and Stacey, which premiered yesterday, moving to El Salvador just got easier. Residency and business visas for Bitcoiners, innovators, and tech companies. And if you want to apply, they include it here. It's Accelerates V underscore io to get more info on relocating to el salvador as they share tremendous resources a mass shout out to el salvador and Nigel bokele and the people out there and with that being shared welcome to y'all just tuning in now we want to cover our next breaking story of the day which is the latest update with the saga between the sec versus binance the largest crypto exchange in the world let's break this down check it binance binance us and the us sec reportedly agreed on Friday, June 16th, to temporarily limit access to customer funds exclusively to Binance U.S. employees. And according to the reports, the proposed agreement pending approval from the overseeing federal judge outlines measures.
measures for Binance US to prevent any access by Binance officials to private keys or wallets, including hardware wallets or root access to Binance US's Amazon Web Services tool. And additionally, the US-based crypto trading platform will disclose comprehensive info on business expenses, including estimated costs in the upcoming weeks. Now, the agreement has emerged as a direct response to a motion filed by the SEC last week seeking to freeze the entirety of Binance U.S. assets during ongoing legal proceedings. The regulatory body expressed apprehension that without a granted temporary restraining order, there might be a risk of funds being transferred offshore or crucial records being deliberately destroyed. However, Binance U.S.'s legal reps strongly opposed the notion, contending that imposing a complete freeze of all the assets would essentially be equivalent to administrating an exclusively severe death penalty upon the company. And with that being shared, we also had uh, during an a hearing earlier in the week, the U.S. District Court Judge Amy Berman Jackson advised the involvement parties that it would be more advantageous to reach an agreement on a proposed stipulation rather than relying on the court to formulate a restraining order. The judge emphasized that a temporary restraining order carries a limited duration of two weeks, which might prove inadequate for a comprehensive hearing. This is particularly true considering the substantial volume of submitted exhibits amounting to over 4,000 pages. The proposed agreement includes additional provisions such as the creation of a new crypto wallet by Binance US, which will be inaccessible to employees of other Binance entities. And furthermore, Binance US commits to providing additional information to the SEC and agrees to be accelerated discovery schedule. And notably, US-based customers will retain the ability to withdraw funds throughout this period, which is good for the investors. I mean, asset freeze being a death blow to the company is also a death blow to investors. Now, if accepted, the proposed agreement will partially address the SEC's concerns while the broader lawsuit progresses. The SEC recently sued Binance and Binance US for trading unregistered securities and alleging commingling of funds and poor practices. However, the proposed agreement does not encompass the broader lawsuit. So there you have it. How do you think this is likely to play out and fair for Binance and Binance US and the crypto industry as a whole? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day. And that's the latest controversy coming from Tether USDT. Then we'll break down an upcoming exponential move as per macro guru Raul Powell, followed by the latest with the Black Rock Spot Bitcoin ETF, which can send the Bitcoin price parabolic, followed by Jack Mahler's $1 million Bitcoin price prediction and then we'll dive into some live Q&A. Now, Tether, the company behind market-leading stablecoin USDT, has addressed concerns regarding its operational decisions. According to documents released by the New York Attorney General, Tether reportedly deactivated approximately 29 accounts belonging to prominent crypto players back in 2021. Now, it appears that most individuals on the list had their accounts terminated for different reasons. And while the reasons for the account terminations were not disclosed, Tether responded by indicating it's unwilling willing to comment on individual relationships. However, the company clarified that all individuals had undergone rigorous compliance checks during onboarding as well as ongoing monitoring as mandated by Tether's compliance policies. And among the deactivated accounts were MoonPay, BlockFi, CMS Holdings, and Galois Capital. And although the NYAG investigation concluded as early as February of 2021, it has come to light that certain documents in the investigation extended until around June of the same year. User codes within these documents have already been redacted. 
Now, the NY AG gathered these docs while investigating Tether and its sister company, Bitfinex, for misappropriating $850 million in funds. And during this time, iFinex, the parent company of both entities, requested a 30-day extension to produce the critical financial documents before the expiration of the previously scheduled date. Now, ultimately, the involved parties reached a settlement in which Tether agreed to pay a penalty of $18.5 million dollars is virtually a slap on the wrist to them and halt trading activities in New York. And subsequently, media outlets and Coinbase requested the NYAG to publicly disclose Tether's initial quarterly report under the Freedom of Information Act. However, Tether objected to this request, citing the need to safeguard its customers' confidential info from potential exploitation by malicious individuals. And despite Tether's objection, the NYAG allowed media outlets access to the docs revealing the deactivation of numerous company accounts so there you have it. I think the FUD will continue with Tether USDT as the mainstream never seems to like them or promote them. But facts don't lie. Their market cap continues to climb as circled USDC continues to decline. So take it for what it's worth. Which stablecoin do you trust the most at this current time and landscape in the crypto market? Is it Tether USDT? Is it Circles USDC? Is it a stablecoin such on the Ethereum blockchain such as DAI? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down an exponential move ahead incoming for the crypto market as per macro guru Raul Powell. Here we go. Real Vision CEO Raul Powell is predicting a huge move to the upside for the crypto market in the coming years. The former Goldman Sachs exec tells his million Twitter followers crypto will likely see a new all-time high in what he calls the exponential age of time of massive growth of tech and digital asset innovation along with widespread network adoption. Full send. Let's get it. It certainly feels like the exponential age is playing out and remains one of the most hated rallies since 2009. This is likely to be a multi-year exponential move in tech and crypto. However, at some point, we will soon see a Correction and some sideways action in tech, but I have no idea when. At some point, too, crypto, which led this move, will begin its next phase higher. Then the everything code will kick in as the debt interest payments get monetized and banks get probably bailed out later in 2024 and 2025. That debasement, not liquidity, is the easy part when it starts and is when the asset prices go into hyperspace, the early days still. Now, Powell defines the exponential age as the simultaneous explosion of the recent tech advancements accompanied by the use cases with high adoption, quoting him again here, right at the same time when we've got the revolution of digital value and money, we've also got the electric vehicle and green energy revolution, the digitization of emerging markets, the internet of things, virtual reality, wearable technology, biotech, 3D printing, autonomous vehicles, robots, AI industry, uh, distributive computing, 5G and 6G, and space Wi-Fi, and rolling out in the next five years, that's unbelievable. We're going to hit Metcalf's law on every one of these in the next five years. And yes, there will be ups and downs, and there will be bubbles and booms and busts. But we are going to see the largest group of things in an exponential trend that we have ever seen before. It's a new era. It is the exponential age, and it's going to be a golden age of opportunity. So there you have it. Very optimistic outlook for the future of crypto. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the macro guru. And to watch this video he did entitled Faster Than the Internet, Raul Powell's introduction to the exponential age. Check the show notes below the video.
in the description. And now let's break down our next breaking story of the day, which is on everyone's mind, which is the BlackRock spot Bitcoin ETF, which can send the price parabolic. Now, what's most interesting to me is back in 2017, the BlackRock CEO, Larry Fink, said that Bitcoin was an index for money laundering. But as I tell you often on the show, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do because they are going all in on the king crypto right now. And then we'll break down Jack Mahler's million dollar price prediction, why he is so bullish. And then we'll dive into our live Q&A. And if you're just joining us or new to the channel, make sure to hit that subscribe button and hit the bell icon to turn on all notifications. Now, billionaire Mike Novogratz says the BlackRock filing for Bitcoin exchange traded fund is the best thing that can happen to the king crypto. In a new interview with the Clement Countdown, the Galaxy Digital chief executive says he's hoping for BlackRock, the investment firm with over $10 trillion in assets under management, to succeed because it would make it easier for the blue chip investors to dive into this space. However, at this time of writing, all Bitcoin ETS requests sent to the US SEC for approval have thus far been rejected. Quitting him here, I say a Hail Mary and to our fathers every night that they are successful. If BlackRock Chief Executive Larry Fink can pull it off, that is a stunningly big deal for the space because it makes it really easy for institutions to participate as they are the biggest asset manager world. Now, there is no reason we shouldn't have a Bitcoin ETF, exchange-traded fund. We have got a futures ETF. The judge already kind of castated that the SEC for the lunacy of that in the Grayscale case, so we shall see. And for Further elaborating his stance, Novogratz tells his half million Twitter followers that BlackRock succeeding in its bid for Bitcoin ETF would be optimal for the crypto asset by market cap. Quoting him here, BlackRock getting a Bitcoin ETF through would be the best thing that can happen for BTC. BlackRock initially filed a request with the SEC for the iShares Bitcoin Trust on June 15th. Other companies that attempted to create Bitcoin ETFs include Grayscale, Venek, Kathy Woods, ARK Invest. Now, I want to stop right there and also point this out, a fact that uh, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust are trying to convert into a spot Bitcoin ETF. And in fact, there's lawsuits against the SEC for not allowing it. They've rejected literally every spot Bitcoin ETF in existence for the United States. But it seems that BlackRock, you know, co-mingling with the government, it seems they're going to be able to cut the line and get this approved. But what we do know, if a spot Bitcoin ETF finally gets approved, it's massively bullish for the entire crypto industry because there are trillions upon trillions of dollars sitting on the sidelines just waiting for this moment to happen. And could it be a coincidence that the Bitcoin halving is only 10 months out here in 2024 around the corner? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below. And when do you feel we're likely to get this spot Bitcoin ETF approved? Holla at your boy. And now let's break down our final story of the day, our breaking story. And uh, yeah, a million dollar price action for the King Crypto as per Jack Mahler's, the Strike CEO. And if you missed it, he recently uh, did in uh, a talk at the Bitcoin Miami conference announcing something major, Strike re located to El Salvador, taking advantage of all the greatness to come, you know, with Bukele and what they're doing over there, but also introduced Strike app, which is a lightning network protocol, which allows you to send and receive money, ultimately crippling the remittance business because you can send and receive funds, for example, now from United States to Mexico, virtually free and instant. And it is now available in over 65 countries around the world. So massive kudos to Jack Mahler, as I love what he is doing in the space. With that being shared, now let's break down our next uh, story of the day and discuss the top reasons why the Bitcoin price 
will hit a million dollars, according to the strike CEO, Jack Maulers. Here we here we go. Bitcoin beats hyperinflation. Speaking on CNBC's Power Lunch with Kelly Evans, Strike CEO Jack Maulers discusses the role of Bitcoin in the ongoing banking crisis. Maulers is 100% convinced Bitcoin price will hit a million dollars fueled by hyperinflation. And according to Maulers, the Fed has tarnished its name by printing more and more money to save the banking industry despite claims to reduce inflation by 2%. As such, Maulers expects that uh, the interest rates to continue to go up, pushing the Bitcoin prices, higher demand. And moreover, Mahler's reiterated the fact that there will only be 21 million Bitcoin units despite the increased demand. Quoting him here, there are only two things I can guarantee in this world. Number one, nobody can live forever. Facts. And nobody can create more than 21 million Bitcoin. Facts. For everything else, there will always be more supply given enough demand. That's why the only two things I truly value are my life and my Bitcoin. Very bold words coming from the strike CEO. And notably, Maulers bashed the altcoin industry for being centralized with founders holding massive coins at the expense of the secondary market. And as such, Jack Maulers thinks altcoins are suitable for speculation and should ultimately be used to accumulate more BTC. Quoting him here, my overall opinion is that the name of the game is to accumulate as much Bitcoin as possible. Alts are interesting, but a lot more speculative. I use them to accumulate more BTC. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the strike CEO that the Bitcoin price is likely to reach a million dollars. And now with the BlackRock spot ETF application in play, let me know if you think that's likely to get approved and usher in this million dollar price prediction sooner than many of us think. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. 